Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could come on my fingernails and put some press-ons on and say, that's new glue. My guest today, oh boy, is a hilarious comedian and award-winning writer who's written for Shrill, woo, Saturday Night Live, yay! And the new Showtime series, I love that for you, it's Sudi Green! How are you? Oh my god, I'm doing good. I'm kind of hungover, um, but kind of going to bring the energy. I think this is gonna this is gonna be good. This is gonna kind of like reset kind of the body. Listen, the adrenaline of doing a podcast. I want to hear about what happened last night. Oh, my God. I went to the GLAAD Awards and absolutely I'm I devastate myself like Mm -hmm. when I drink because I love to indulge. I don't believe in moderation. Oh, me. And I also like love to like ingest and imbibe. Don't we all? Mm -hmm. Um, And so like if I'm at a thing and there's like anything, there's candy, there's popcorn, there's cheese, there's (laughs) drinks. I'm like, great. I'll just consume and consume and consume and um yeah it was also kind of like what are you gonna do not drink a lot <laughs> you gotta yeah i mean at any sort of award ceremony 
I'm just like, where do booze be at? And at the Emmys, we were told that there was not going to be any booze. But luckily, there was wine and cheese boxes on the table. Oh, my God. Those sweaty little cheese boxes that they gave us. They were very disgusting. But there was a lot of wine and I got fucking shit faced. Well, I was going to ask you that because I was like... Is there ever a point because you're freaking at the award shows, you're pulling the looks. I mean, like we it, it's always it's always memorable. But like, oh, but I, it gives me it gives me like pleasure that you still are going to those things and getting drunk because I always feel like such a noob because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'm such a fucking like peasant that I just like go to a fancy <laughs> thing. <laughs> Let's get wasted. You are not a peasant. Don't do that to yourself. No, she's a queen. No, I'm a little wench. I'm a little no, potato a wench. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a wench sometimes, but no, I get fucking drunk. A very famous person, I won't say whom, but they came up to me. We had met previously on something. Uh, truly like a very bit part in this thing Mm -hmm. and they said hello how are you this is the Emmys and we like air kissed and then they said see you later I gotta go fucking get drunk and I was like okay (laughs) okay was it Viola Davis I wish (laughs) Viola Davis at the Emmys two years ago I don't know it's the first Emmys I got to go to and I went to the governor's ball and uh, I got to see Viola Davis. She was munching on a little slider, minding her business, just sitting like a normal person who's not a legend. And I was like, I got to do it. Got to bother her. And I said, I'm so sorry. I know you're just trying to enjoy your life, but you're so inspirational and really wonderful. And I love your work. And she munched, swallowed and said, thank you. (laughs) And then continued to munch. And I was like, okay, we're not having a moment. And I don't, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You you just it's fine. You know, you just wear sneakers on stage. You're trying to eat something. It's fine. You're fine. You approach and then you kind of have to accept if it's going to be yeah. a moment or not. But also like some famous people are really good at giving you the moment. That's a special yes. skill. It is extra, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a like a hand like a handhold, like a tight handhold. And like when you can really tell people are like really receiving mm-hmm. or like when people are like complimenting a celebrity and you can like tell that they have on their like receiving face. Yes. I thought yes. it was so funny at the Oscars this year where like literally Laverne Cox on the red carpet was like telling people to be present. <laughs> really? Yeah. She was like, well, be present tonight. Take it in. <laughs> That's really funny. Laverne Cox knew what was going to happen. Laverne Cox is a prophet. She said, be present. This is going to be the Oscars that <laughs> you've never seen before. You better be present. You better be watching. Keep your eyes open. You might miss something if you don't keep your eyes open. I'll talk about the slap till I die. I loved it. Uh, people do not like my hot take on it. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, it was something fun that we all got to talk about. You know, life happens. Whether you're ready for it or not. Life happens. (laughs) You know? I mean, we don't have to talk about it. I mean, it's damn near a month ago. But um, who did... Oh, I met Catherine O'Hara at the the Emmys uh, two years ago or something. And I Mm -hmm. love her. And I was like, oh boy, Catherine O'Hara, I love you so much. And she went, and I love you. And I was like, you don't know who I am. (laughs) And that's fine. (laughs) I Okay, so I actually... have a whole freaking gripe about this. Not about Catherine O'Hara, but about like the moment, which is that I talked about this on 
Am I allowed to say I talked about it on another podcast? Okay, I will. You can, yes, because the people in the comments will say, I heard that story somewhere else. People in the comments, ooh, they be active. No, this is part two. Okay, so oh. the setup happened on another podcast where I was talking about how when you meet a celebrity and you want them to be like, oh, Sudi, and you are the best and you're my mm -hmm. daughter now and come sit with me and let me ask you about what your <laughs> career and your dreams. And you always want it to be that. And it's never that. It's always like, you know, I was talking about like when you're a writer on things or like you're meeting somebody in a professional capacity. It's usually just like you meet them, they're polite mm -hmm. and you do your job and you move on and they're like, great. So I had talked about how it's never what you think it's going to be mm -hmm. on this podcast. So then this producer comes up to me at the Emmys and she goes, oh, my God, I heard you on Lost Culturistas talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I like work with Catherine O'Hara. I would love for you to meet her later. And I was like, oh, my God, I would I would die to meet her. But I'm kind of thinking in my head like. Well, right, but, like, the point of the story was that, like, it's never, like, what you think. <laughs> so then This producer's like, and I got a doozy for you. She's going to slap you in the face. Do you want to meet her? <laughs> and then, and then, it was like, later, in, we were at this party together, and, like, I was drinking, and I was also kind of, like, the least famous person there, so I was kind of trying to be, like, cool and chill and not, like, <laughs> you know, bark up people's tree, and, um... This producer keeps being like, soon we're going to talk. And I was like, well, she's sitting with like Eugene Levy and Martin Short. I don't think now is the time. And then later she was like, let's go now. And I was like, yeah, again, like she seems to be enjoying herself. So then it was literally as Catherine O'Hara was leaving this party. <laughs> she's tired. It was like kind of cold out. Like you could tell the shoes were hurting. Mm -hmm. And the producer is like, Catherine, this is Sudi. And I just said, I love you. And she said, I love you. Boy, oh boy. This truly confirms that that's just what she says. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh. I almost said something to this very sweet producer lady who wanted, you know, to introduce me, which mm -hmm. is so kind. But I really almost turned to her and be like, well, yeah, like that was what I was That's the point. About. This is what I was talking about. You heard it and then you made it come true. What's wrong with you? That's so funny. Well, we love Catherine O'Hare. She loves us back. Love. I love her. She loves me, which is very kind. I often think about the wine commercial that she shot uh, in the scene on uh, Schitt's Creek. It's so funny. I've never seen Schitt's Creek. Well, just Google that <laughs> one scene. And honestly, <laughs> if you don't want to watch the show, just watch that. It's fun. I whisper with so much shame. Hey, listen, you I've can't never, watch everything. I've There's too much that. content everywhere. I literally can't even, like, get through one show. But that's because I watch 100 hours of reality TV every single <laughs> week. <laughs> Wait, what are you into? Tell me about this. I love Salt Lake City. I love okay. New Jersey. I yes. love Beverly Hills. Yes. I mean, like, that's really... I've been working a lot lately. I just finished shooting, and so when I was, like, shooting, I couldn't watch anything and so i'm kind of mm -hmm. behind on everything i love love island oh. i freaking love I've, I've started watching um on netflix young famous and african or something oh i saw the trailer <laughs> for that and i was like i think i'm into this and i didn't follow through and watch it but now i think i'm going to it's wild and everyone has so much money everybody has so much money and everybody is giving you exactly what you want. And the wigs Ugh. alone. Oh, oh, my God. The wigs on these women are absolutely divine. 
I love a wig. What a treat. I guess I will. I will get into it. You know, I was going to get into Beverly Hills because Kathy Hilton is iconic. And I can't remember who said it, but they were like, everyone's acting like it's all hunky-dory. And then there's a beat and she's like, who's hunky-dory? Who's hunky-dory? delivery. <laughs> no notes. I loved it. I'm so obsessed with her. They also like, I also got really into Paris in Love, which was on Peacock, which was Paris Hilton's wedding planning show. Oh. It's a reality show about her getting ready for her wedding. And Kathy and Nikki are in it. <laughs> and it also <laughs> features um, Paris's husband, who kind of just looks like a frog man. Oh, like he looks like a skinny frog. Um, <laughs> he he kind of seems like he could be attractive just in the way that like man with hair can sometimes just like work. Man with hair. Now I got. Oh, interesting. Carterium. Carter. Oh, yeah, that's his name. Carter. And um, he has the most. Oh, wait, I, I must stop you. His mouth is so wide. I know. No it lips is. and the teeth are so big and the lips, the teeth are bit are, are a lot and tiny and the mouth is wide and no lip. It is truly incredible. I mean, you've seen him before, but this mouth? The mouth is insane. He kind of so wild. And then he has dead eyes. He talks <laughs> like this a little bit. He's like Paris, P, Paris, P, P. <laughs> He P, my girl. P? He calls her P. Paris, I want to get to know the real Paris. That's what he always says. <laughs> I told Paris I want to get to know the real Paris. And then, okay. Wait, the Sweetie, are you like, are you doing a bit? Is this what? <laughs> that is what he talks. I mean, it's not a perfect impression, but I think it's like an approximate. What I'm doing is, is the vibe. P. <laughs> P. We got to go. We got to get ready for late. We got to go, P. P. You don't have time. I I love an endearing nickname. I don't know what I'd want mine to be if I was, you know, with a person, but definitely not P. Yeah. P no. sounds like P P, like urine. Mm. Yeah, no. It's not That's cool for me. Not for me. Sudi, do you have a significant other who calls you a nickname? No, I'm single. <gasps> Single and she's ready to mingle, or she not? Maybe she worked too no, much. No, I'm I'm out here mingling. I'm trying You're to out mingle. Here mingling. I'm trying to mingle. I've done had been mingle. Okay. Um, I'm I'm all actually. This is like kind of the first time in my life that I've actually enjoyed being single this much. Ooh, and but my medium, my medium just told me that I'm energetically done being single and that my partner is coming. So, I'm mingling for the partner. I love this. She's incredible and she talks like this. Honey! <laughs> where and she find her? My friend got me a gift certificate. My friend Mo got me a gift certificate because her mom goes to her. She said, she said to me, she said to me that my spirit guide looked kind of like a hobbit. <gasps> Your the, spirit, the spirit, the spirit guide Wait, that was Sudi, talking to this, her. Is this woman good or is she funny? <laughs> no, she's good. She's good. She like knew everything that in my head I was like, I need answers about this. She hit them off one, two, three, four. Like this, okay. this, 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 and I mean, it was amazing. 
she said to me um, that I was energetically because she's talking, she's mean, she's talking all about energy. She said, mm-hmm. energetically, I'm done being single. And she okay. said, you're going to have it all, sweetie. And by it all, I mean the white picket fence. And she said, I mean, meet someone, date. This is literally because she also records the session. So I have the cadence okay. in my head. She goes, meet someone, date, move in, get married, have children. And that sounds like very normative. But guess what? Mm-hmm. It's what I want. It's yeah, what I want what one day. Want. It's what I want one day. Doesn't have to be now, but I want that one day. You want the white picket fence, the husband, the children. How many kids do you want? Two. <gasps> Two? Do you want kids? Do you want kids, Nicole? As of now, no, but that might change. I don't know. I I used to say, I want them. I wanted eight children. I picked out all their names. They <laughs> had insane names like Starlet Jade Rose Marie. That's the one that really sticks out in my mind. <laughs> That's good. Oh my God, I can see her. I can really see She's her. Very loud and very cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wanted like eight, and then I became an adult, and I was like maybe one, and then I hit thirty, and I was like, oh no, thank you, I don't want that. That's wild. Like I nannied, and I, I was like, I don't want to wake up to like a little eyes staring at me, being like, mummy, mummy, <laughs> and I'm like, don't. My name is Nicole. Like I don't want to be called mummy. <laughs> All of that stuff, I'm kind of like when it comes to kids, when people are like, oh, it's I'm all like, la, 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 la. Don't tell me that. I don't want to know. Like, I know that I won't be able to, like, have my freedom. And I know they're going to wake me up in the middle of the night. And I know that they're going to be insane. I don't want to hear about that part. Because when I see the baby's leg, Uh I want to eat it and go in there and just go. And I literally see kids. Kids, not even like little babies, like like straight up like nine year olds on the street, and I go, oh, like it just that is just the. I mean, I should not be putting this out there. How hard I have the baby fever, but, but honey, whoever she's you're got gonna it. attract, because you're gonna have it all, honey. You're gonna have it all. So you put it out there. You put it out there that you want it. Whoever might hear it might want it. Well, you know, if anybody's listening, I can pay for the kids. So. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, don't worry. <laughs> I truly have. Uh, I think I've uh, I've gotten up to twelve. There's like twelve or thirteen straight men who listen to this podcast, and all of them have shown themselves in my Instagram DM. So thank you for letting me know that you're straight and you listen. But I think I'm up to twelve or thirteen now, um, and they. I think they're all in relationships. So that's amazing. You're gonna have to find a gay man who's friends with the straight or a lady who's friends with the straight to to relay the information that you are out here looking and you're down to fuck because you, you got to get one dumped in you also, to get a baby. It does not have to be a straight man, okay? I'm not discriminating. Oh, okay. It, it, anybody. It, it, it can be anybody. Truly. Anybody. We love anybody. We love okay. anyone cool. I love cool. this. We love anyone cool. I love this. That's how I feel. Anybody cool that's a nice. I'm looking for nice now. Nice, as opposed to what were you looking for before? <laughs> Ooh, I wanted somebody to wake up in the morning. I roll over and they spit in my face and go, "You're a fucking idiot." No, I'm kidding. I just, <laughs> yeah, be like, "You round face idiot." Good morning. No, I. I thought that's what your kid is gonna do. <laughs> you round face idiot. You're my mother. Get up and make me eggs. <laughs> Don't tell me that, Nicole. <laughs> I want to eat the baby leg. I mean, baby legs are so juicy and so cute, but I guess I was just like, I didn't mind if someone was 
how you say mean to me like, mm. or rude to me, I'd be like, oh, it's okay, whatever, you are still around, you know? Mm. That's not good. My sister and I, like, two, it was like the summer, right? It was like two years ago, so it was like the summer of post-pandemic. I mean, like the mm-hmm. first summer pandemic or whatever. And my sister and I, or maybe it was like, whatever, timeline doesn't matter. Yeah, who My knows? sister and I were on the beach, and we were both single, and we were both like, it can't be that hard to just find a nice man. Let's just find <laughs> a nice man who will love us. Like, it's not that hard. And we were just sitting on the beach. And then, like, two months later, my sister and I were, like, both dating very nice men. Oh, that's nice. I love it. You put it into the ocean, and the ocean said, the tide will come in. The ocean and- said, honey. <laughs> honey. Um, okay, so is your sister still with the man that she manifested? Mm, no. Okay. But that's okay. People come in and out of our lives. Yes. And my therapist once said, she said, every relationship is a good one because it teaches you. It's true. It's true. And also relationships have beginnings and, and endings. You know, all relationships end. I think that's like... I've had a lot of relationships. I'm also like a, I break up with everybody. That's my problem. Oh, it's like I'm I'm a I'm a breaker upper. You're the one who does the breaking up. I've never been dumped. Wow, I've only been dumped. Oh, I refuse to get out of something idiots, toxic. These idiots. Oh, so you're like the one like I'm oh, I, I'm a rider. I just guy. don't know how to stay. I just don't know how to stay. Well, I mean, it's not like you're leaving because you're like, this is great. Gotta go. Obviously, like, you know, things are going on. Right. No, exactly. Like my last breakup, the person very correctly said, well, I think relationships take work. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to work on this. Sudi. So fucked up. Sudi. So fucked up. You said that. I mean, here's the thing. In the moment, I was like, ooh, that's a gut punch. But after I, like, digested it and was like, that's nice and honest. And if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that means I shouldn't be with a person who doesn't want to work on this because that's it is work. Well, I think that in that situation, I just didn't feel like we were right for each other. But I also think that that is sort of like a false... That's a false notion of somebody being, like, right for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you got to, like, really what you should do is, like, there needs to be a couple of key things that they got going for them that you're like, you're nice. You bring me meats and cheeses. You know what I mean? And then everything else you kind of, yeah, you got to work on them. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying this because I never take my own advice. But I'm not energetically single anymore, so. No, you're in your energy, you're done being single. You are manifesting somebody to come to you. But I think you're on to something where it's like, I don't think anyone's really like meant to be. I think you meet someone that you get along with enough and then you try, you work on it. Like you just keep working to be together. I think. Yes. And I also think that like, there are, I probably know like four or five people that like could have been my partner. But like not not I wasn't even relationships with them. But it's like mm. people you meet, like people I met in college. I was like, what was I freaking doing? That could have been my husband. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like I think that that is sometimes how it works. Where it's like 
I feel like people didn't tell me really early enough to like <laughs> really kind of try and lock a good one down. Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like they tell you when you're youthful or whatever to be like, so you're out, like live, live alive, independent boss bitches, just like live. But yeah, it's like you could have just been like, I'll live, but also like look for somebody. I think that like I had too many feminists in my family <laughs> and I like overcorrected where I was like, no, I'm not doing anything for a man. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And then it was like, well, I had a couple good ones that I kind of like, slipped through the cracks because I wasn't really thinking pragmatically. And now I'm like, interesting. I'm seeing kind of where they live, kind of. You know, the lifestyle, kind of the, the jobs, the baby. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's good. They did good. But then, like, on the flip side, I hooked up with this dude, I guess a decade ago now. And, like, we had this, like, whole flirtation where I was like, maybe it'll happen. And every time I'd visit New York, we would, like, see each other and, like, hang out or whatever. And he just had a baby. And I was like, damn, dude, you look weathered and, like, (laughs) kind of sad. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I dodged a bullet. Like, you just seem sad and old. Yeah. But he's definitely younger than me. I'm sure you dodged a Well, I mean... I think that anybody who doesn't treat you like the precious jewel that you are, they can go fuck themselves. That's how I feel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wait, are you on dating apps? Wait, before we get into that, let's take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. 
Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. Oh, we're back, Sudi. Are you on dating apps? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm on okay. Hinge. I'm on Hinge. I'm mm-hmm. on Raya, but I don't, I have no luck on Raya. Um, fun fact about Raya, if you delete it enough times, so like if you finally get approved for Raya, then you're like, I don't need it. And you like unsign up for it and then you sign up for it again. They'll be like, hey, you've signed up and unsigned up too many times. You got to reapply. Raya thinks it is the most special app in the whole wide world. And I'm here to let you know, fuck you, Raya. It also like used to be like the thing that was, I thought the thing about Raya was that it's like, it's, it's for people that are like doing things and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, waiters are on Raya. I mean, no, no shade to waiters, but it's just like unemployed photographers. (laughs) Like, How many people are are raconteurs? Wasn't it supposed to be like industry people, like uh, the entertainment industry? That's what I thought it was. But then it was just like, oh, it's just like a lot of DJs. Which it's I guess is the entertainment DJs. industry, but I don't know. I saw an a uh, uh, Raya profile where the guy's profession was magic trick inventor. Yes. And I smashed that like button and I did not get a match. I did not get a match. You better work, my king. Sleight of hand. Sleight mm-hmm. of hand. Dexterity. I'm in. Honestly, if I didn't match with a magician, I'd be devastated. I love magic. I think magic is a treat. I can never figure it out. I am always <laughs> bewildered and befuddled. So I met this mag- this magician. Um, he did an episode of Nailed It and he did this like magic trick that didn't air where he ate a kernel of corn and then pushed it through his skin and it came up through his eye and I lost my mind. I was creaming everywhere. I said, use my buttermilk cream for your cake. I was so wet. I couldn't believe it. I was like, but like, and he's got a wife and a kid, but like I was so horny for this corn that came out of his eye. Sudi, I love magic. <laughs> you're horny for magic. You're literally magic. horny for magic. You don't just love oh, it. You're horny for it. I'm very horny for it. Like the magic castle, I have to wear a long dress. Who knows what might fly out oh from between my, my legs. God. Can you imagine getting fucked in the magic ca- castle? What Sudi, if, I, if I got fucked at the magic castle, whoever did the fucking would never be able to disappear on me. <laughs> That's one trick they would never be able to do. I would just be there. I would be so clingy. I'd be like, more magic, please. Like, just imagine a magic trick while you're getting fucked. Like, that is delightful. Oh, my God. You, he pulls the coin from behind your ear and you come. <laughs> you're like, ah! I would. Or like before we even start, he pulls the condom from behind my ear and he's like, mm. And you're like, why are you wearing that? <laughs> hey, this should be on already. He's like, oh, sorry oh. about it. 
Watch as I pull out. <laughs> yeah, Just I in time. fucking love magic. <laughs> so I'm sorry you didn't match with that magic person. It's fine. I mean, the apps are hell. I really, mm-hmm. I'm also my uh, my 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 medium told me to be light and breezy about dating, so that's my new thing. Is that I'm light and breezy. Like the other day, I went on a fake date that was a 6 p.m. coffee, and the oh. whole time I was like, I'm being light and breezy about the fact that I'm gonna have like a cup of tea at 6 p.m. I'm being light and breezy. <laughs> I love that you called it a fake date. One. Two, mm. whose idea was it to get coffee at 6 p.m.? Well, this was my thing. was like, I, well, f- okay, this was so many strikes, but I'm being light and breezy. And so I'll say all of this with the light and breezy attitude about it. <laughs> it was not a date, which mm. is fine. I thought it was, but it wasn't. Oh. These were maybe my my clues. Uh-huh. Um, a coffee. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I feel like people in L.A., guys in L.A. do a coffee date. Yes, which I think is insane. People in New York are like, let's get three glasses of wine at 8 p.m. Yes. And people in L.A. are like, a 3 p.m. oat milk. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, okay, I'm being light and breezy. Light and breezy. Light and breezy. I'm being light and breezy. Um, It was there. It was far away Mm -hmm. from where I live. And um, it was yeah it was at 6 p.m which is like not the time for coffee and then it's like well then why aren't we getting dinner or getting a drink Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh it's not a date but the whole time that oh and also he was like where should we go and i was like you pick like yeah you you want to take me me out you fucking pick um i could write a book did you meet them on an app no Oh, okay. See, that's like the curious thing. The curious case of, is it a date? Especially Mm -hmm. when you meet someone, not especially, but like when you meet someone in person and you're like, let's go out. And you're like, okay, are we going out? Are you you trying to pick my brain? Or like, is this a networky thing? What is it? And then you're like, oh yeah, no kiss, nothing. We just literally had a cup of coffee and went about our business. But I'm being light and breezy. I'm being light and breezy about it. So it's like, you know what? On to the next one. Because I could be like pissed about that and like put like energy into that. Or I could just be like, okay, yeah, that kind of sucked. Moving on. I'm going to be out in these streets this weekend. (laughs) I like got, I went out. I got wasted two nights in a row this weekend. Kind of like not really about the coffee, but it was a little Mm -hmm. bit like I'm out here and it's experiences are being had. Um, So, but like, so like, I feel like the apps are hell and and, you know, I feel like you have to pretend to be a true idiot when you're talking to people on them. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, that's OK. Light and breezy. I will meet my partner through the computer. That's OK. <laughs> Whatever. Light and breezy, baby. I mean, I love this attitude. Light and breezy because I'll go on a date and then think about everything that happened on that date for like days and be like, mm. was it me? Was it them? What did I what did we what are we what are we doing? But were you, when you get like that, are you thinking about stuff you did because you like the person or are you just thinking about the date? I mean, usually on a first date, I don't like you. Yeah. I, I don't know you. I I also have walls that I love putting up. Mm. Uh, I think of myself as a house mm. and uh, there's four walls and a roof and you got to figure out which door or window I'm going to let you open to get in, which is bad. But I have learned to just like guard my life because I don't, I don't know. I don't trust people. Like, I don't, I don't know what? what you want from me. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot that 
people are trying to get, baby. So that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't know. It's I just had a bad experience with an assistant. I hired an assistant. I guess I shouldn't get too, too into it, but it ended up just blowing up in my face in a way where I trusted that person and they did something that like really wasn't okay. And th- and now I'm just like, oh God, this is going to like bleed into like dating now where I'm like, let someone into my life and then like, I have to worry about whether or not I can trust them. Yeah. It's really hard because on the one hand, you want to protect yourself and you don't want to be like naive and you want to protect yourself from harm and damage but on the other hand you don't want like the course correcting to be so intense that you kind of end up fucking yourself and that's kind of how I think that is sort of I mean this was a low stakes non-date but like I think that I sort of made the mental choice to like not let the experience like be more than just like an annoying thing that happened you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and I think that that kissing frogs, you know what I mean? But it's hard. It's hard. And also, like, people are weird. And people are – people out here, too. Like, I just moved to L.A. from New York. And, like, there is a Congratulations. lot. Thank you so much. Welcome to Los Angeles. Here. We love a coffee date in the sunshine. <laughs> go for a hike with me, please. I'm I'll kidding. I'll go for on a I hike with you. I would never go on a hike. I don't I do it. I hate hiking. Don't do it. I hate hiking. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's awful. Wait, did you move here for um I love that for you? Kind of. Where our room was virtual, but it was on West Coast time, so I was like I was planning on moving anyway cuz I was I left SNL last season. Oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, that sounds like an insane thing for someone to listen to and be like, "I left a job. Congrats." No, it's just like <laughs> that just it's a step in your career that's like you're you know it was great and now that chapter is done and i also like i think you know i was so obsessed with that job and Mm -hmm. was so committed to it and it was hard a really hard decision to leave and i think that i was so afraid of fomo like on a saturday night in new york that i was like "Ah, i'm gonna move to a new city (laughs) I can't possibly be in the same city where I had that job and what if everyone's hanging out and I'm looking at pictures and I could I could be there. Exactly. If I hadn't left, I could be there. Exactly. And also, like, I don't really want to, like, go on the same train that I took to work every day. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. like, really needed that, like, clean break. I didn't even really want to be in the apartment that I, like, did like SNL at home in you know what mm-hmm. I mean I just was like we gotta we gotta kind of new chapter this whole thing no I get it the job is so it's like intense and it's a lot and you dedicate a lot of time to doing it so it's like yeah let's start fresh new in a sunny place and I say sunny and the sun has not fucking come out today no well I wouldn't know I haven't left the house oh. just kind of been sitting on my couch burping white wine <laughs> I love that for you. I also have not left my house today, but I was not burping up white wine. I didn't know I did have a drink last night. I had a Miller Lite. I don't know why I have Miller Lights in my okay, refrigerator. But I, okay, kind of high school kind of baseball team. Yeah, man. We just had a great game. I got a slam dunk and slid into a base and I had my beer. Okay, state school. Wait, what did Come I say? On. Slam dunk. State yeah, you school. got a slam dunk. <laughs> I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I just mean like, yeah, state school. Wait Miller a Lite, minute. Baby. 
wait a minute uh-oh she heard a word she don't know what does pejorative <laughs> mean <laughs> like bad now i'm nervous i didn't use it word right i well, think it sure means did. it means like negatively oh okay i just refuse I to think. be the person who <laughs> goes through life just being like mm-hmm. i'll just ask if i don't know something because i don't know very much no you know everything you're so wise nicole Oh, what you funny. don't know in pejorative, oh. you have in wise and radiance. <gasps> so this is you. what I do because you do voices. And so I feel I'm a voice person. <laughs> like on the first season of Shrill, Adi and I in the room were like, bing, bong, bong, all the time. <laughs> and then like these like Harvard guy writers were like, you guys do a lot of voices. And we were like, oh, you guys don't do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, sorry. You don't want to talk like this right now. <laughs> But so you're, you're, you're so, so now I'm going, meep, meep. I mean, I left a voicemail for a friend <laughs> where all I did was go, hi, meep, beep, beep, boop, beep, 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 for almost two minutes. And then every 15 seconds would start laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> and then go back to beep, beep, beep. <laughs> this is a voicemail? This is a voicemail. <laughs> I leave insane voicemails for people. Sashir, um, I think, has kept most of the ones that I've left her. But we played one on Best Friends where I was just like, where are you? Are you in Atlanta? And are you going to be fucking tonight? And then I laughed. <laughs> I'm just like insane all the time. But honestly, so I can't wait for her. Wait, what was your daughter's name? Starlight? Starlit, Starlit Jade Rosemary. That's gonna be her exact attitude when people read her name. She's gonna be like, "Um, it's Starlit." Well, that's gonna be how you talk to Starlit. You're just gonna be like, "Good morning." She's gonna like laughing. She's like, "My mother never communicates with me. She's never once said anything of value. I don't know how to speak." She kind of can't speak English. She like goes to preschool. She's like a little behind because she's just (laughs) kind of speaking like a minion. (laughs) Oh my god! Have you seen the Minions movie? No, I haven't. Is it good? It's one of my favorite movies. I watched it. I laughed. I was like gleefully having a good time. Told Sashir about it. She was like, I'm not interested. And then we were flying somewhere. And I was like, hey, the Minions movie is, is on there. Do you want to watch it? <laughs> she was like, no. And I was like, I think you should. It's, it, it'd probably be great for our relationship. So she started watching it. And I, without headphones, watched her watch it. And when she did not laugh at parts I thought were funny, I would tap her. She would take out her earphones. And I'd be like, but wasn't that funny? <laughs> she was like, no, Nicole. I was like, okay. And I just, I kept doing, I don't think she made it through the whole movie, but uh, yeah. Minions uh, freaking slap. Banana. I love them. Banana, honey. And also, I love me, the despicable me, little, give me a cute baby girl saying mm. it's so fluffy, I'm going to die. Come on. <laughs> That's gold. I mean, yeah. I love Minions. I love Despicable Me. I just saw two movies that I have no notes on. Actually, I do have notes. So I saw (laughs) Turning Red. Loved it. Actually, no notes. My notes on the Batman. I saw the Batman. It was three hours long. Could have been longer. That's my note. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) I love that. I I have not heard. I haven't gone. Well, also, like, I, like, have 
am not in a relationship with a straight man right now. And mm-hmm. so I'm not going to see those movies. I would <laughs> when I was at SNL and go see everything because like, you know, you're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I'll even like realize like I missed that. I watched the first Spider-Man and I mean, of the, of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I watched the first one and then I watched the most recent one. And then I missed the middle one because I was like, oh, a single then. Mm. So I didn't go. That's how I missed an Avengers movie kind of. <laughs> It all sort of hit, you know. That's so funny to be in a theater and be like, why don't I get what's happening? Oh, because I was single. Because I was single. I literally Googled when I had, when I was home catching up on Spider-Man, I had COVID over Christmas. And so I was like, I'm going to watch Spider-Man movies. And then when I don't have COVID, I'm going to go see the good one that is out but i like literally in the middle of it like missed something and then i googled like did i watch avengers infinity war <laughs> I, like, googled <laughs> and there was an article that was like <laughs> kind of took me to where i needed to go and i was like i did watch it that is so funny that you could truly google did i watch this movie and something <laughs> will pop up that's like here's my op-ed on how i did not see that movie but here are the things you need to know for other movies no it was literally like it was almost as specific as like how to remember which avengers movies you've watched <laughs> like <laughs> that is so fucking funny i googled recently i so I fart in my sleep allegedly and I allegedly like, allegedly a friend said that's what happened and I was like oh, rude um, another friend said I sleep face down sometimes with my butt in the air and guess what <laughs> we're all just having a nice time but I googled how do you stop farting in your sleep and it literally was like chew your food and I was like this is embarrassing <laughs> that article's fake that's just how your gas wants to get out I'm a I'm like a big uh uh, I, I farted in my sleep one time and I woke up because of the fart because I was with I was sleeping in the bed with a romantic partner mm-hmm. and I farted and then I got so scared about the fart that it woke me up and then I jolted up and then the person woke up <laughs> and they were like are you okay and I was like I had a bad dream <laughs> um, I had a bad dream go right back to sleep uh, don't don't smell anything please <laughs> No, the loud ones are never, the loud ones never smell. That's what people say, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they are all really stinky. And I feel like that was someone trying to make themselves feel better. It was like, oh, it was so loud. It, it didn't smell because it was so loud. Well, I think it depends on the type of fart, but sometimes I get those farts that are, and again, I'm energetically not single. <laughs> and so I will talk about my farts because I'm being light and breezy kind of, but, um, I, I love those farts where it's just like, oh, that was air. That was just like <laughs> air that was in there. And it sounds like one of those like door stopper things kind of being yes, hit. It's like, and it's just like, gung, 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 gung. and it's like, oh, yeah, that was just air in there, honey. That's so funny. I once farted in bed with a lover and it was like a sheet razor fart. It was just like, uh, I felt like a cartoon because I was like, falling asleep and as I like you know you get like a little more Mm. relaxed yeah and it was like and I was like oh no and then I like woke up and then I like (laughs) trying to figure out if I had woken them up I think I did and I think because it was a one night stand I think he was just trying to be like you know I'm not addressing it Mm, yeah I mean that's the way to go that's the way to go I'm big on no farting on Mm. purpose in front of somebody like romantically Mm -hmm. no farts try and i mean farts happen burps happen but try and not like let them rip 
-hmm. And also no peeing or pooping with the door open, no Mm. peeing next to me, no shitting next to me. Mm. Those, you got to keep the mystery alive. And I truly believe that. I truly believe it. I mean, stuff happens. Obviously, stuff happens. And it's normal. And it's normal. But Mm -hmm. do not be sitting next to me on the couch and rip one. Sir. Yeah. (laughs) That's a no. I don't think I've, like, casually farted in front of, like, someone I was dating. Yeah, I think I keep all that to myself. Yeah, but you'd be surprised like how much it comes up. Like I'm I have these talking points ready because I've had to have this conversation. And also when I'm in a relationship, you have to say these things to men though. Like I mean, at least I think you do. I also like tell people that I'm like big on like smells because I'm like shower. You know what I mean? Like I need you to shower. Like when you smell good, that's going to be important for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of always just sort of like telling the people that I'm in a relationship with not to fart or um, to shower. So I don't really know why I'm single. At what point are you telling them, hey... It'd be really hot if you showered. <laughs> Is this like when you like the first time you're like, you don't smell good. And you're like, yeah. hey, I'm really like sensitive to smells. Like, how do you bring that up? I feel like I the most recent time it came up, I like expressed that when they just come out of the shower and they like smell good how like hot I think is that is and it's true I loved uh, like somebody just showered like let's fuck I love that because then you can just put your mouth wherever you want mm-hmm. and you're not thinking about it and you're like bloop 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 although you know yum, 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 yum. sex is 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 nasty and that's okay too but I like I like clean and um and then I think that he got the hitch and was like, so I should have, you know, just kind of. He was just like, oh, no, I'm stinky. <laughs> you got to tell somebody when he's, you got to tell a man when he stinks. You have to. Mm-hmm. Real quick, we have to take another break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? is better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can, like, order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho. <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, I went on a date with a man. This was years and years and years ago, and I know I've talked about it on this podcast, but he smelled like a dirty dish rag. Ugh, I hate that smell. Me too. And it was like visceral. I was like, oh my God, how do you smell like this? Like, were you yeah. wet at one point over and over and over again, but never toweled off? It's old clothes. It's like old clothes oh, that it's aren't also aren't probably washed. like an old towel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that smell. No, I think that it is. Um, also, some people just are have more body odor than other people, and that's mm. okay. But if it's because you're not washing, like just people have just different standards. People have different cleanliness standards. Mm-hmm. And like if your body is coming into one time in college, I had a boyfriend tell me that he didn't believe in soap. What? And I had had like a freaking yeast infect, no, a UTI for like the entire summer. And then I like look at this is so disgusting. I like look at this boy's fingernails and I'm like, those fingers go in my pussy hole. <laughs> you gotta fucking wash your hands. <laughs> so you just don't fucking know. That's why you have to tell men to shower. I am absolutely you have no floored. idea. So wait, he was just like rinsing his hands. He is COVID. He's patient zero. What do you mean you don't believe in soap? I mean, I will say he was like so dumb and like 21 at the time. But like, you know, it's like it's like there's sometimes like this attitude. I think like specific. I don't want to generalize, but like specifically from men where like there's an attitude of like, well, that's made up. Well, that's not. <laughs> well, well, no. Like I had a I had like a partner be like, I'm putting on like all of my like serums and stuff. I'm doing like my nighttime routine, putting mm-hmm. on my retinol. And he's like, yeah, it's all snake oil. And I'm like. Well, no, it's not. Retinol works. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's expensive and it's real. <laughs> like, Wait, what's your longest relationship? Three years. Damn, that's a long time. Okay, here's a weird random question. Or not random, but like f- for me, three years seems like an eternity. Mm. So like after you break up, do you still talk to them or no? Well... I don't like to talk. 
it's it hurts too much it's painful like Mm -hmm. obviously you check in after and i think that in some relationships i've met up with people after or like gotten a drink or gotten coffee or whatever to catch up but it always just makes me start it just always is really painful for me and um i usually and maybe this is cruel of me but like i usually like yeah don't like to talk to them but it's really fucking sad it's really fucking sad and that is something also that my medium told me where there was an ex that I like really you know really regretted breaking up with and you know he was in a relationship and she told me she was like don't that relationship is over she was Mm -hmm. like don't think she was like don't look him up on social media when you think about him like banish the thought and I literally now if it comes up in my brain or something will remind me I'll have the thought of no that relationship is over Mm -hmm. that's because it's like why torture yourself yeah and I feel like sometimes people stay friends with their exes and I'm like why I think some people want that person still in their life and Mm -hmm. But I, for me, that's just too hard. And also, I'm kind of like, I got a lot of friends. And, like, my yeah. friends are, like, really funny and cool, which is, like, maybe part of the reason why we broke up because you weren't <laughs> as, like, fun as my friends. <laughs> yeah, I just think it'd be so, painful to be friends with someone that you, like, loved. Some people can do it, but I really, like, it just, it hurt too bad. It hurt too mm. bad. It hurt too bad. And I don't like feelings, too. Like, I don't like, some people like I, I was, like, dating a poet for a really long time. Like, oh. very sweet, sweet man. But this man was good at having, like, a sad feeling. He was good oh. at it. Like, he... I wouldn't say he, like, welcomed it, but he was not afraid of, like, being sad, being emotional in those ways. Like, and I really compartmentalize and, like, banish. And so, like, for example, I think that he still, you know, would love to, like, talk to me more. And we do chat sometimes, but, like, I can't really, like, go there all the time like i can't I go feel there like he would want to keep talking to you to like mind you full poetry you know to be like oh i talked to an ex and uh the break of dawn has dusk uh, uh, scampered i don't know i don't know fucking well, poetry <laughs> he never wrote me a poem when we were together and then when we broke up i got one and a half poems one and a half poems I'm not sure that the second one was about me, but I think part of it was because this is also the thing is that I was um, dating this poet and I met all of his poet friends and they were all like so fucking legit and like great. And this was their life's work and they were like amazing at it. And I really had to pretend to get a lot of poetry, like really, really (laughs) pretend to like really understand it and I kind of would like beat around the bush with him a lot and be like so like when you read like the line like what are you looking for (laughs) 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 like and how many times do you read it before you're like ha that's what it was (laughs) I never got the answers I needed (laughs) that's really funny I love that so much wait okay Sudi what's the worst date you've ever been on Oh, the worst date I ever went on was with this guy who, okay, I'll just cut to the good part. (laughs) So he was kind of like, um, it was a hinge date or maybe even Tinder. Mm -hmm. And he kind of was like 
a f- bit of a like fuck boy vibe, like not like a guy I would normally go for. But I was on the date and he was like hot and I kind of just like wanted to like have sex with somebody. And mm-hmm. I kind of knew because he was fuck boy that like he would be like down to smash. So we go back to my place mm-hmm. and he says, I'm into intense sex. Okay. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. And then he slaps me in the face. Sudi, no. I'm laughing because it wasn't like a violent slap. It was like kind of like a hot kind of like grab of face. And it was like not, it was like in the moment it was, you know, Uh these things are all about, I mean, they're not all about. In the moment, I didn't receive it as like. I was more just like shocked. Yes. But I didn't feel unsafe for whatever okay. reason. I didn't feel unsafe, but I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And I, he was like, what do you think about that? And I was like, I would potentially be down for that with somebody that I knew better, but yes. because I don't know you and we just met, I kind of like want to have like more normal straight up sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, okay, yeah, I'm down for that. He like totally received and was like, got it, got it, mm-hmm. got it. So we have sex. I've already like emotionally put a lot, like I've kind of put up with like this whole evening kind of leading to this moment. Yes. I'm like, mama just needs to get laid. Yes. We have sex. He literally two pumps and he comes. <gasps> Mr. Intense sex. I'm into intense sex. I want to slap you around. He's just like to pound town and boom, boom, bam. Wow. Does not like go down on me. Does not like try and like rectify my situation so then he's kind of like laying on me and i'm like can see his like back and like neck i don't know why we were like cuddling after which is so (laughs) fucking now that i'm thinking about that's like fucking weird and he like turns to look up at me and he says sorry and i think like oh he's gonna like apologize for like you know maybe there's like some something weird there he's gonna Mm -hmm. like explain his situation to me and i'm like expecting like the apology goes sorry i have this big weird band-aid on my back (laughs) (laughs) and i looked down and he had this like giant note card size band-aid on his back because i guess he has like a back problem so he has to get like shots in his spinal cord and i was just like sorry i have this big weird band-aid on my back that's what you're apologizing for you slapped me in my kitchen and i let you (laughs) fuck me (laughs) you slapped me in my kitchen (laughs) that's truly so wild i hooked up with this dude that i met on like a rooftop of this place in new york and like we went down to my hotel room and we were hooking up and I was like, hey, can you go down on me? And he went, oh, man. And I went, OK, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to. Excuse me? He said, oh, man. And I. And then you were like, oh, well, please. Like, what? What do you say after that? I just went. I literally I, I said, OK. And then I sucked his dick. And then it was like. And then he was like, and then we did like have sex and it was so unfulfilling. It was truly. How are you out there with that attitude? How are you? How are you out there with that attitude? Like, just suck it up and (laughs) pretend like you like it. Like, just at least do that. 
at least do that. I mean, even if you don't want to, you could be like, yeah, in a little bit. And then if someone said in a little bit, I'd be like, oh, okay. And then, and then later I'd be like, oh wait, is it a little bit now? You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a way to confuse. No, you're, if you don't want to, I don't know. I mean, okay. I don't, if you don't want to, like you're, I kind of feel like, what are you doing here? <laughs> kind of. I was like, and I like sucked your dick. So like, but then I guess that's like a bad way to think about things. It's like, well, I did this. So you just, you do that. But I just, I don't know. The, it's mutual pledge. It's like, you're trying to get each other the, off. Oh man. Is oh what man is me. fucking rude. And also if you're in my hot, hotel room, please be at least open to that. If we're fucking, if we're fucking, yeah. if you're going to fuck me, you're not going to put your mouth on my fucking pussy? Yes, please Psycho. suck on my pussy. But also, I think I've never had somebody deny, deny. But I do think that I one time had a lover tell me that you can tell if somebody likes it. And that's what makes it good. And I really believe that. I really like looking back. I'm like, when they like it, it's so much better because you can tell. And yes. now, even though I don't love i mean i guess some people love going down on men i don't i don't relish it but i try and go in with the mm. attitude of i fucking love this because i'm like <laughs> i think psychologically like you really have to set an intention before you go down on somebody <laughs> i think you're right you got to give that dick your good energy you know you got to give it the good juju um i personally love sucking dick i'll suck dick till um, oh my the god, that's come amazing! Home. I love it. There's just something about that's like, amazing. I like the power dynamic mm. where it's like I'm down here and I'm looking up yeah. at you, and I could stop at any moment, but I won't. So yeah, I I love it. I also like it when they're really into it, and then when they make noises. Oh my yes. god, I need noises. I need. I cannot do like a silent waspy. Fuck. I need a grunt. I need talking. I need a full script. I also I like I like when a man moans. Oh yeah, who doesn't? And, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, even if I'm not feeling like like not feeling it, the talking will like really push me over the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just like, ooh, we are all loving this. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah, I think like you have to kind of like speak it into existence. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to manifest the good time. Energetically. Energetically. Energetically, we're fucking. Energetically. I mean, yeah, I've truly just been going to town on myself. I have a bunch of sex toys. I have a Tracy's (sighs) dog. I got my... My Hitachi magic wand, and then I got my little G-spot vibrator, and I have a nice time, and I pretend that there's somebody there, and it's wild. It's not. It's lovely. Sudi, I'm so horny right now. I can't. Because I just did a magic trick. It seems as such. Maybe uh, (laughs) I'm in love with you because you did the magic. Oh, no. The the (laughs) listeners don't know, but I was doing sleight of hand that whole time you were talking, and you just got (laughs) so And I was like, oh, no, where did the card go? (laughs) 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 Sudi, <laughs> okay, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, let's hang out. Let's not go on a hike. Let's not go on a hike. Let's like have the most fun. Um, Sudi, I 
Okay, so I used to ask all my guests this, and then I like stopped doing it because I was like, I don't know, maybe I've grown out of it, but I haven't because I really genuinely want to know. Uh, I Sydney, really you, want you to. Yeah. Would you date me? Would you date me? I would date the fuck out of you. <gasps> I would wine and dine you and <gasps> take you to meet my mama. Oh, I love parents. I thrive with parents. I bet you do. I think it's because I don't have any. <laughs> They did. So I go, oh, hi, older person. Do you want to take care of me? <laughs> and they do. And, they say, and you know okay. they do. I'm so glad you asked the question because I'm a fan of the pod. And it's kind of like if you hadn't asked me the question, I kind of would have feel like gypped in a way. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't want to do that to you. And I love it. I, yeah, I, I'm bringing it back. I stopped for like a couple months and then it just didn't feel good. And I was like, I got to bring it back. So yeah, I brought it back with you and one other person. I think I did it once. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. We have to fucking get out of here before I uh, start rambling some more because I'm enjoying my time with you. <laughs> I love that. Sudi Green, where can people find you? I am at Sudi Green on all socials. And what do you want to promote? Well, uh, I love that for you is out right now on the show Showtime. It's mm -hmm. a show that I wrote for and it's very funny. And so people should watch it. I'm excited to watch it. Jeremy, um, I can't say his last name. Bleiber? Byler. Byler. Mm. It is spelled like Bieber, but mm. with like the an L in there. So I'm always like Bleiber. <laughs> Bellier. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Bleiber. Yep. <laughs> I'm friends with his husband and I was like, oh my God, why didn't Jeremy put me on that show? And he was like, Nicole, you can't just stop it. And I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, the trailer looks so funny and it, I love Vanessa Bayer. I think she's so funny. She is a, a gift from God. She's one of the funniest women I've like literally ever, ever met. She is so fucking funny in the show. And I'm going to say season two, inshallah, starring Nicole Byer. We got to get you in there. I want it. I want it. Wait, Inshallah. Judy, quickly before we leave, how do you do? Do you use a diffuser on your curls? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I diffuse. I have, I do a uh, curl cream. Well, the thing that has really changed my hair is something called new wash. Mm. I do a curl cream. I flip it and I... Um, diffuse but this is kind of my hair is this curly so mm -hmm. i you know it's not just the diffuser but i diffuse to get the volume and then the thing that really pushes it over the edge is um living proof uh full dry volume blast which is like this crazy like hairspray that's almost like a dry shampoo and it comes out oh. like like it comes out like um a t-shirt gun like it's so intense and it like you just spray it at your roots and that's really kind of the trick Ooh, i love this this <laughs> This is like going to help my curly haired listeners. I don't know if it's going to help me because I've got a fro going on that I'm really trying to grow out. And it's been laborious. I can't see it. Kind of scooched down. So, oh, it's cute. You look cute. You Thank look cute. You. You're my little starlet. Honestly, thank you so much for doing this. I've had a really lovely time. Um, uh, please be my friend. I've been interviewing assistants because I need to get a new one because um, I had one. It ended in, in March badly. But like I keep interviewing people and being like, mm, I, want, I want you to be Wait, my friend. I might have a good person for you and I'll text you later. Ooh, what a dream. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Let's see. We did promotion stuff. I asked if you would date me. Okay, we're at the end. So Yay! <laughs> <laughs> if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can review it on Apple Podcasts. If you write a review, um, that's nice. But if you want to hit on me and say something absolutely filthy, you can write it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. And you can also um, give me advice or you can uh, tell me a nice fun story that's not problematic and um, I will read it maybe. Okay, so this person <laughs> said, is this dirty? It feels dirty. Hey, Nicole, I would love to put my whole hand up your booty and use you like a little puppet, you cutie batootie. Eat your vegetables. Have a good day. I'll say this. That was dirty. Putting your whole hand up any orifice of the body's fucking filthy. So thank you. Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by... Oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.